0: And insightful in any way, shape, or form. And I thank you very much for listening. Now, let's get started. Living with a narcissist is exactly like trying to get out of a swamp. It's like trying to swim through the moving sands. I mean, why? Just why are they just so fucking bitter over everything? Why are they so sad over everything and everyone? Why is it so normal for them to curse, cuss at you, interrupt your speech, talk over you, insult you, threaten you, everything they do, all of these are allowed for them. But it's never allowed for us to do anything about it, even if we just speak up and just say the truth, stand up to them, put a limit to them. It's dangerous. It's somehow, you know, extremely dangerous and falls in the category of things that have bad bad consequences why is it that i just wonder like why is it that they're so bitter they're just never really happy with themselves they're never happy with anybody else they're never happy for anybody else just it's it's like why are narcissists so obsessed with themselves I mean, not just in the sense of them looking at the mirror all the time. Not just, you know, literally, but figuratively. Why is it that they have this fragile, snowflake kind of ego that they have to protect all the time? Why is it that they have this obsession of their own needs being met first and foremost? And if their needs are never met, they go into this narcissistic injury and narcissistic rage that they, you know, vent out on you, you as the person who speaks up, up. you as someone who has finally decided to, you know, quit being silent. And face the narcissist, you know, and just put a limit to their toxicity and their just headache. The amount of pain that they cause is crazy. I mean, why is it that they just, they're just so angry? Like, they're just so revengeful of everything. They just hate everyone and they hate everything and just... and, And you feel like you're dealing with someone who's constantly angry. Constantly looking for something to get angry at. Or constantly looking for someone to, you know, insult just because they feel like it. You know, it makes them feel good. They get that fuel when someone responses. And and whenever they're angry, when you react to them and you're trying to, you know, stop them and trying to face them and trying to make them confess. And eventually, just hopefully, just miraculously, you know, stop this sickening, mind-blowing behavior of theirs you know, they then just, you know, like, they they feel so good that you're angry, it fuels them, and then they switch their roles, they become, all of a sudden, the victims, because now, you're showing up as the angry narcissist, and they are now playing as the victim, when, of course, in actuality, it's the diver- the reverse, but, you know, they, they, they act so well, they know how to pretend, and they perform this role so well, you also subconsciously find yourself looking like the abuser, and you know that they are the abuser, but they, they're turning and changing themselves into victims because in in the outside world they don't want they don't want to be seen for who they really are. They don't want that mask to be, you know, removed. They want to protect that image. They want to protect that reputation. And so if you at any circumstance, for whatever reason, you decide to finally, you know, just stand up for yourself and try to face up to them and tell them what's going on. And for real, like, just, it you just, you never seem to be able to deal with this kind of people. You You just, not, you're really confused. Between knowing for sure if this person is actually normal or not, because every time you try to confront this person, you end up frustrated, stressed out, angry, wanting to do something to make them stop. But guess what? The same thing happens over and over again. And you always subconsciously find yourself at the same time hoping that maybe one day this will change. Lying to yourself. You know, hoping someday maybe there's light, you know, at the end of the tunnel. You keep lying to yourself. You make up stories about maybe this person will get cured. Maybe this person, if I give some sort of a medicine to this person, they will stop. You know, they will somehow change and become empathic and they will someday care. Show some love, but it's in vain. It's absolutely in vain and it's sad to to tell you this and it's sad to have lived this all my life and what's even sadder is that once i get caught recording these episodes i'm fucking dead i'm not saying i'm afraid i'm i'm not actually afraid of speaking up anymore i'm tired of hiding this shit all my life but You know, I kind of am exposing what it is going on around here. And I'm not afraid to monetize this misery that I'm living in currently. I'm just, I don't care anymore. I'm just out of here. Just wondering all these questions and trying to find an answer. And because all I see is that stress around these people never seems to be something that is easy to get rid of I mean <laughs> in terms of meditation yes that's meditation actually helps out a lot um when it comes to being in the present moment protecting yourself focusing with your breath um you know getting rid of all those you don't really get rid of them those thoughts that come to your head and in and out in and out you know but like you some you feel also that you're not just breathing through your lungs and nose but you're also breathing in your brain finally your brain gets to exhale in a calm healthy way because a lot of the times we find ourselves, you know, carrying a load of thoughts in our brains. It's like a storm. And it's extremely difficult to concentrate sometimes on the littlest things. And you find ourselves forgetting a lot of the things. And it sucks. Because of the stress, the amount of stress that these people cause in our lives and especially on a daily basis. Once you leave the house, you're finally like you're, you feel like you're able to breathe and you, and you finally feel like your body's going to be refreshed and you're going to you're going to basically feel a lot better. You feel like you're rejuvenating and everything. Life comes back to you once you leave that house, but once you're in you get that look on your face and your eyes and and your your eyebrows your mouth it's all droopy and it's all just looking really disgusted and just so bad and just just so hateful of everything it's so resentful of this of having to go back to that place with that toxic person i mean of course you would appreciate that place more if that person were dead or something or gone, but you would dread that place, and dread that person, and dread every single waking day, as long as you're still living with that person, you're dreading every single thing, but you never give up on protecting your most precious shelter that you have, with the most precious things you have around you, it can be as simple as a computer, as your bed, your diary, your stories you read, the novels you read, the documents you keep around you, a bottle of water for God's sake. It could be anything that, is, that represents a shelter, a frame where it says something like, don't expect to see a change if you don't make one, or success is not easy and is certainly not for the lazy. Or, you always have a choice. Or, never stop dreaming. Or, be the type of person you want to meet. You know, these kinds of quotes. I don't know. It's just something I put up in my room. Just to remind me of every day that, just like everybody else, I deserve... To at least have some sort of hope for myself, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, yes, I'm being selfish, yes, I'm not going to deny it, but at least selfish in terms of self-care and self-help and self-love and self-evolution, regardless of the abuse at least i'm thinking in terms of self protection regardless of the amount of abuse that i get every single day it's emotional it's verbal it's sneaky you don't and and the really the triggering and intriguing thing that you get with a narcissist is that you don't have a shitty day every single day some days are extremely good they just feel like Oh my God, this person is so good to me. Like, this really feels great. You know, I feel great being around them and 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 stuff. And then, and then the next day, you don't know. It's like every day is it's a new story, and that's what's stressful about the whole thing. Is that today is fine, it's good. Tomorrow, you don't know how tomorrow is gonna end up. Might end up extremely shitty. Might end up. Sometimes, uh, you know, the first half happy and the second half shitty. You might end up with a day that is, uh, shitty at first, but then good. You know, it really—it's just, it's just every single day is unpredictable. You don't know how the next day is gonna be, like. So you're pretty much very much, very stressed out about that. Sleeping represents a transitional. Wait. it's such a relaxing activity to do to at least forget you know what happened that day at least you know to relax and you know in a cozy uh place in a warm place in a protective place quiet room dark everything is dark and it's so you know relaxing to be in that situation but then the next day you wake up you don't know what is going to happen like once you say anything or just do the slightest thing or just make this the stupidest mistake all of a sudden you are the demon in the house and you are blamed and you are triggered and and they are triggered because now you have injured them you have caused their rage because the simplest smallest thing you, you forgot to do or you did wrong or just for some reason for some reason you just become this you know disgusting person that they can't handle anymore I mean, for all kinds of seriousness, it's unbearable to have to live like this. And I'm going and, and to go back to the questions I asked first. Why are these people so bitter? Why are they so sad, so miserable, and so bitter, and just so annoying to be around? It's so draining to be around these people. It's so frustrating to even talk about them in the smallest topic that involves any kind of emotion. See they use all kinds of shitty ass tactics to just you know, hook you in. They will rewrite the history, they will guilt trip you, they will trigger you, they will Project themselves on their flaws and faults onto you. They will compare you to your siblings, your friends, or whatever. They will do all these fucking tactics. Tactics. They will mix topics together and make you think, make you, you know, lose concentration. They will talk about a topic and jump to another without any sort of transition. And and when you stop them. They just say, "Oh, could you let me just finish already?" And then you're like, "Oh, my God, here we go again, yes, finish, please, and it's like when she like wake them up to the reality of s- s- just stop this delusion and get back to reality you're you're then you know they lash out on you, they become so fucking angry and because now you have to be inferior you have to go back to that position to that initial position and you have to be in- inferior again and you have to shut up and listen and now they have to regain that position again and be dominant and and talk over you and scream at you and yell at you to make the this information be retained inside of your little useless brain you know it's just so fucking stressful to have to deal with this kind of thing every single day and it's like just getting out of the situation make allows you to breathe calmly, like just being in that shelter in, in that in that place that represents a shelter to you and being around the things that also represent represent a shelter around you. Man, it feels way better than to just be around those people. Leaving them alone is a lot better than just having to spend every single regretful moment. Every single second. You, you regret you will regret every single second around them. I don't know. I just it just feels so draining. They just suck the energy out of you. They just You don't even know how. It's so weird to explain this phenomenon, but it's just so fucking tiring to be around that kind of energy all the time. So a shelter would be the best solution. A shelter protects you uh, from danger, protects you from unnecessary anger, unnecessary sadness, unnecessary frustration, unnecessary bitterness, unnecessary misery. Shelter lifts you up. Loves you. It protects you. It provides you with love. It provides you with care. It provides you with warmth. And it's excited for you to come back and visit again. It's excited that you're here. It welcomes you. Because you are also welcoming it. You are connecting. You are communicating with each other and you're creating a bond so maintain that bond keep it strong keep your shelter the best way it can be i know the narcissist is fucking nosy as hell they want to know everything every little inch around they want to know everything and they want to Stick their nose up to anything that doesn't involve them. Because of their fragile fucking ego. No matter what you do. Protect your shelter. Protect it. You are responsible for you and your things. And your very precious things. And only you should be able to know. You know. how The very. The very. The very state of you know your privacy and things you own. Protect the things you own and protect your privacy. That's what I wanted to say. Be the be your own hero. And be the only person who cares about yourself. And protect your precious your precious, precious, your precious things from the abuser because they will. Get and obtain and use any kind of information that they find about themselves that you wrote about them or that you, you know, drew about them or anything. If they find anything that any kind of information that insults them and insults anybody but they think it's about them, they're gonna use that against you, not directly but. In any kind of situation that involves third party audience or maybe even just you know uh how do we say it a behind the curtains humiliation a behind the scenes humiliation, and then once uh somebody else comes in once the once the audience comes in, everything is. So peaceful and so quiet and and very much uh, very normal. Once you speak up about things, you know they try to finish the conversation and they and uh to to make themselves look like they're the wise people that they always give the advice that they know everything about life that you don't know nothing and you're useless and you need to be constantly trained because you always disobey. once you try to speak up and you say like you correct them and you try to put them back on the on the right track, then they will give you all these all these insults and all these backstabbing words that that that'll that'll uh set you straight quote unquote. And uh, yeah, so i guess we don't need people like these in our lives we don't even know i mean we don't really know why they're bitter why they're misery why they're sad perhaps we'll never know that perhaps we will never know when or how or why they're gonna change and if ever possible and if it's ever possible for them to change if that's even a thing that they know, that they acknowledge, but let me tell you this for sure, we don't need these people around us, even if they are family members, even if they are your mother, your father, your sibling, whoever it is, your spouse, your friend, your colleague, your boss, whomever, The only person we need in our lives is ourselves. Because that's the only person that's going to stay with us the longest. So we might as well just take care of ourselves. Be the best that we can. Appreciate ourselves. Take care of ourselves. Love ourselves. And self-evolve. Regardless of the abuse. Because life... Is so much more than to just have to endure and accept the pain and suffering that this narcissist is trying to impose on us. We deserve much more than that, and life is much more, much more than, um, it's much more than that. It's about, it's not just about their fragile ego. It's about, um, just living to the utmost, and seizing every opportunity possible, leaving as soon as possible, and just protecting oneself, and just avoiding negative energy anyway. (laughs) Alright, okay, so, um... Thank you everyone for listening to this episode on my podcast. Again, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can um you know support this podcast with a dollar, $5 or $10 a month if you'd like. If you don't like, it's totally fine. I appreciate your listenership anyway. I appreciate your loyalty your patience with me if you'd like you can comment share like and subscribe to this podcast it'll help me a lot you know uh, producing more episodes more frequently it will help me upload more frequently and of course of course potentially it might actually help me buy shiny new equipment to record better episodes better quality episodes for you guys I really hope you enjoyed uh, this episode, or at least found it insightful or informative in any way, shape, or form. I hope this was heartwarming for you. I don't really want to sound so sad, but that's how life sometimes hits you. Um, I just wanted to say that I appreciate this show that I have listeners around the world. I thank you so, so, so much for this. And, uh, yeah, this has been your host, Mara with your uh, podcast, with the podcast, uh, Self-Evolution Regardless. Now, thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic, suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramberhoma, Horma and I will see you in the next episode.